This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business is powered by Bosbole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, it's Rich Bradbury here and welcome to Open for Business. This is the show that dives deep into the journeys and ventures of entrepreneurs and business leaders. In the world of sports, golf carries a common misconception of exclusivity and barriers to entry compared to most other sports that you might be more familiar with. And beyond its serene landscapes, uh, golf is a game that demands skill, strategy and precision and requires adequate training. Uh, and a sense of passion for the sport. Again, it all depends on who you speak with. Now, with technology reshaping almost all industries, including the sports and leisure sector, Wedge, a boutique golf lounge and bar in Kuala Lumpur, is known for its approach to blending golf with technology and social enjoyment. That we'll explore a little bit in a while. Now, in their latest venture, Wedge has launched the Wedge Ranch, uh, range. range or the wedge range as in driving range as in drive of course uh, a community hub and an indoor golf simulation range with the aim to break down traditional barriers associated with the game of golf whether one is a seasoned pro or just a first-time golfer now today on open for business i'm joined in the studio by tom sargentson he's the co-founder and ceo of wedge uh, he's going to help me digest how this all came about how they efficiently use technology to allow consumers to experience golfing and possible expansion plans for the business in 2024 and, and beyond. Now, in the meantime, if you have any thoughts or questions, you can get us on our U-Mobile WhatsApp number, 018-789-8899, or get us on X, we're at BFM Radio. Tom, uh, thanks for joining me in the studio. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Rich. Great to be here. And thanks for correcting me in my introduction there. No problems. Always nice to have somebody yet to tell you when you've done something wrong. <laughs> now, um, what was the kind of uh, rationale for getting into this space in the first place? I know you're not the first time into the golf world, I guess. You, you, uh, you've been involved in this kind of scene for quite some time already, right? I have, yes. Well, I've been in this part of the world for over 20 years now. I arrived um, in Singapore originally and got into the, the event management space in the golf industry. And I'm a huge golfer, yeah. always have been since I started playing at nine or 10 years old. Um, and did that did that for a, a number of years, and then back in two thousand and eight, I actually started with a friend uh, an indoor golf place in Banks Shopping Centre called City Golf, mm. and then we launched another one down in Singapore, and was in that space and enjoying it, and then IMG came calling and, and asked me to um, to help them with their business in, in Malaysia, and it was too good an opportunity to turn down, so ended up doing that, um, and then kind of left the, the golf industry after I left IMG and have been out of it for some time. Yeah. Um, but a very fortuitous situation arose during COVID, um, and I'm now back in it, and, and really happy to be here, because this is my passion in life, really, the game of golf. You, you say fortuitous, and can, uh, pandemic in the same sentence. I know, I shouldn't really um, uh, put those but no, two. No, a lot of people have done that, you know, it, it, it seemed to be one way or another, you either, something glorious came out of it, or, or something tragic and clearly something glorious came out of this it was i mean it was a it was a tough time for many respects obviously with the family we just had our, our first child and um we, probably an easier time um, easier age to have a child during covid as opposed to people with older children uh, i had an events business with uh, a couple of friends as well which is still going strong um fresh events um and that during covid obviously wasn't right uh, it wasn't singing um so 
yeah, looked at some other opportunities and yeah, um, it really came about almost by accident. Okay, so so tell me first of all, tell me about the accident. Then. Okay, so that's, that's where I'm so intrigued. back at so back at City Golf, we used to represent a company called Full Swing, okay. um, the simulator company. Yeah, um, and. I hadn't heard from them for 10 years, and I got a phone call. I was walking in Montchiara to drop my uh, daughter off at, at nursery from the guy I had, literally hadn't spoken to for 10 years, and he said, um, can, you, um, can you help us install a, a simulator into Malaysia? We've just sold one. So I was like, oh, okay. So I ended up, ended up doing that. I, um, I called my, my good friend Desmond, who used to work with me at City Golf all those years ago. I gave him his, his first job as an 18-year-old, um, and I said, right, get the team back together. We need to in- install the simulator. Get the band back together. And I said, oh, we're, in, we're installing it in this guy's in the house. And, you know, it's cool. Uh, said his name and he said, oh, uh, he's my next door neighbor. Wow. Um, I was like, well, that's that's an interesting uh, turn of events. Um, so we ended up installing it um, and then became friends and all of us used to hang out and play a bit of golf together and then realized that the golf industry had changed and, and COVID was a big part of that. A lot of younger yeah. people were getting into the sport. Yeah. Um, it was the first thing you could do in countries like, you know, in, in America and, and Europe. Um, and they really started the, the trend of the, the, the younger next generation getting into golf. Once you hit that first golf shot out the middle of the, the club, I'm not sure if you've ever done yeah. that, Rich, back yeah. in those school days you were telling me about earlier. Yeah. Uh, it's a great feeling and you yeah. want to do it again. Um, and I think with all the different touch points in golf, you've got the equipment, you've got the apparel to look cool, yeah. uh, you've got the technology element of it. it. It kind of appealed to this younger audience, this Instagram you know, right. this content um, yeah. world where there was a lot of touch points. Yeah. Um, and it started to boom from there. And then from there, this new form of golf, what's well, maybe not new um, post-COVID, but it's been around for a while, but golf-tainment, so golf and entertainment coming together really has started to boom. Mm. And it's starting in America and then coming um, coming through the rest of the world. You see, and, and that's six minutes gone already. Uh, and we've... We've we've barely even touched the surface. So okay, the three the three you've installed in this guy's house, you and Desmond, and you've made friends with whoever this guy is. I'm assuming he's become a business partner now. He has it's Calvin, yes, of so, course. So, so business partners, yes. So the three of you have gone on to create Wedge. Then is that right? That's that's correct. Yes, right, okay. and then our other business partner Ricky has joined since then. Okay, so tell me about Wedge then. Where where are you at with Wedge now? So we just opened our second outlet which is very different to our first i'll touch on our first briefly yeah. you mentioned it earlier a boutique place in street hartimus only 1800 square foot that was really a place we wanted to call home ourselves and hang out uh, and also use it as a showcase to sell the equipment we've also got the rights to sell full swing across southeast asia and then once we launched that we realized actually that the space really is booming and and the asia is only going to follow suit and we saw um, an opportunity to do something a bit bigger. Mm. So our second outlet is more than 10 times the size of our first one. So we've really gone all in. Um, it is set in a 20,000 square foot um, building. We've yeah. taken uh, a full block, um, floor of a block, um, and it is split into two sides. Uh, you walk in on the left is our um, swing bays. So we've got 13 open swing bays. So think of it like a driving range, but brought indoors. Okay. So there's no walls in between you. You can see everyone and there's a walkway down the middle and you can see, you know, 50, 60 people in the same venue. So a lot of energy, everyone feeding off that energy. Yeah. Great music. You're hitting into screens. So it's virtual golf. We use some very fancy technology um, through our, our partners, Unicor and uh, InRange, which is the, the driving range software company. 
Um, so that was that side of it, and you can order your drinks and your food and have a great time. So if you're coming to practice on your own during the day, it's super value. It's 20 ringgit an hour. So we really wanted to compete with the driving range outdoors. So mm. most driving ranges here don't have any technology yet, and mm. the golf balls are, are all they're all doing really well. I mean, driving ranges are, are exceptionally busy. You can go and mm-hmm. wait for you know at 6 p.m. and wait half yeah, an hour to get right. a, to get a bay. Um, so. Yeah, we, th- we thought there was a, an opportunity there to, to compete in that space, to get those single players in. And in the evening, very much that sort of social group who wanted to do something a, a bit different, didn't want to just go to a restaurant or go to a bar. They wanted to have an activity at the same time. And then the other side of the venue is more of our, we've got four private rooms um, for those people looking for a few more trimmings on the sides. We've got the nice, you know, comfortable furniture. We've got the karaoke. We've got the, um, yeah, the, the, the great service that goes with that. And then we've got an event space um, with a games area, so we've got a live music stage, we've got um, darts boards, we've got mini ping pong, we've got a full bar and a restaurant, we've got a mini putting course in there, uh, and that space is is very much designed for anyone who wants to come in and, and have a great experience from a, an F and B um, aspect, or from a, a gaming, or from an events side. So Sold. yes, there Sold. you go. I'll see you there tonight. <laughs> All right, uh, we need to take a short break, uh, folks. Of course, I am in the studio with Tom. Sergeant said he's the co-founder and CEO of Wedge. Um, we're talking about golftainment. Is I that think what we that, that is the term you can okay. use. Yeah, that's what we use. Yes. All right. We'll be back with more of this uh, after these messages here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Be firmly motivated. BFM 89.9. Open for Business is powered by BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back to Open for Business. I'm joined in the studio by Tom Sargenson, co-founder and CEO of Wedge. Uh, he's talked to me about golftainment. Um, now, this new space that you're talking about... Um, how, I mean, you're saying it gets quite busy in the evening as well, and people coming in to share this space and have a bit of a social experience. What kind of numbers are you looking at on a daily basis, and, and when are your, I, I guess, peak hours? So we've only been open a month, so yeah. data points are still coming in, and it's been Chinese New Year during that that period. Um, during the day, very much the single player. So we've got 13 open bays, as I yeah. said earlier. Peak hours start from sort of 4 or 5 o'clock. Uh, to give you an example, the last three, four nights, um, we've been busy from 6 o'clock through to, through to 11 p.m., and mm. I think 80 90% occupancy um, already. I mean, we've got a fantastic Chinese New Year special offer on right now. Okay. Um, but uh, that's not the reason why people are coming, as, as they've told us when they when they arrive. Um, but maybe if I just go back one second, if you don't mind, just to explain that yeah. golf tainment, because it might help. Yeah, explain. So, so golf tainment, golf and entertainment coming together. Um, there's a company called Top Golf, and it actually started in the UK, bought by the Americans, and, and they were the, really the first to to, to bring um, this golf tem- golf tainment um, industry to light. They took the normal driving range and they blew it up with great F&B, with great music, with a good vibe, design, um, 
and they've since gone on to open 90 venues globally and turn it into a multi-billion dollar business wow. so huge success everyone who goes there you would absolutely love it I mean I fell in love with it the first time I went and I still love going every time I go to Orlando to the PGA show every year I make sure I go and spend some time there um, they've just arrived in Asia about 18 months ago in, in Bangkok and um, we saw that and loved it again, but we saw some elements of that that we weren't sure we wanted to get involved in ourselves or we were going to invest. I mean, it's a, I don't know, somewhere around a 30 to $40 million investment. Um, that's the kind of money we weren't about to go and right. go and ask for at the start. So we thought, how can we take some of those elements uh, and bring them into a Southeast Asian yeah. um, con- uh, context? So we thought, well, everything happens indoors here in general. Yeah. You spend all your time in shopping malls with air con. It, you know, it, it's it's um, pretty oppressive uh, during the, the heat of the day and it, obviously it rains a lot as well so we thought well it needs to be indoors for, for one it needs to be really good value because everyone likes good yeah. value and if we're competing against other forms of F&B or other forms of entertainment it needs to be competitive yeah. uh, we felt it needed to have a rebellious and young brand um, really to appeal to this younger audience um, and it had to be in a really convenient location mm. um, at the right price point. So mm. that's kind of where we ended up with, with Wedge. Taking a back step, uh, uh, sorry, a, a step back to the golftainment space in America right now, some really interesting stats that have just come out. And um, 41% of all people in America who identify as golfers are actually not playing on golf courses. They're playing on driving ranges in Top Golf, in simulators, indoor, indoors. That's 41%. They're not playing outdoors at all. They're not going onto an outdoor golf course. And 55% of all, all golf balls hit in America right now are hit off course in those same establishments. Wow. Which is incredible. Mm. Um, those numbers have grown by 20% in the last year alone. Um, there's 45 million golfers in, in America. That's growing. Um, the RNA, which is the Royal and Ancient, the governing body of, of golf outside of America, their study that came out last year says there's about 60 million golfers outside of America. About 30% of those are in Asia. So let's call that around about 20, 20 million. Mm. Um, really young audience here. Um, um, and I think the average age is 31, the median age of, um, of Asia. Um, and the median age of this golftainment space in America right now is incidentally exactly 31. So we feel like there's a real opportunity here. We feel like this space is going to grow in, in Asia and in Southeast Asia especially. Um, and now it's our challenge to make sure we have a product, a service, and a, and a brand that people resonate with. Right. And we, um, you know, we continue to deliver on what we've, we've created over the last year. I mean, a, a couple of things spring to mind. If you, you look at the state of the economy right now, you know, you, you look at how expensive golf can be as a first-time investment. And then you've, not only do you have the first-time investment, but then you have to keep up with your fees to get back on the course and your, your yearly fees or whatever they are, monthly fees often. Something like this appeals to it's like I, I guess if I was to use an analogy, it's uh, bowling, but golfing. If, if that makes sense, you're not the first person to say that. In fact, on our launch night, a number of people said, "Hey, this is like the bowling alleys of right, the 1990s." Right. You know, when it was cool and it when was, it was the cool. Thing that yeah, people yeah, did. Yeah, it, yeah. it is that. Yeah, um, and that was for me. That was hugely appealing. Mm. You know. And I, and I think that is very appealing now from the people who've been into our, our latest establishment. Mm. It is that energy, it's the vibe, it's the great sound system, it's the, the, the F&B. Mm. Um, there's a lot of energy in there. Mm. Um, the fact that you're playing golf 
yeah. uh, that, and the golf is growing um, and younger people now find it cool it's not the old man sport that it right. used to be and it's more diverse yeah. more women playing uh, there's more people of colour playing in, in the states the stats that came out I, th- I think were over 40% of that um not off course golfer um a female and people of color um and i think in traditional golf they're probably somewhere around the 20 percent mark I, i can't see how this won't work you know uh, especially here in southeast asia i mean like like you say you, you've hit it on the head you know you're indoors there's air con there's food there's drinks um there's good fun and there's that element of being competitive uh, especially if you can see other people playing as well and you're looking at their school for me this this is a win-win i don't see how this this is not going to work well thank you very much i'll, I'll put you down for the next uh, round of investment uh, well very well may do yeah okay let's let's take a short break i want to come back and there's a couple more questions that i have uh, I've got a few before you disappear. Uh, folks, I'm, I'm speaking with uh, Tom uh, Sardinson. He is the um, co-founder and CEO of Wedge. Uh, we're talking about golf tainment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Beats, funk, mixtapes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. Welcome back to Open for Business. This is the show uh, that dives deep into the journeys and ventures of entrepreneurs and business leaders. I'm here with Tom Sargentson. He's the co-founder and CEO of Wedge. Uh, we're talking about golf tainment. Um, Uh, and uh, kind of alluded to how it, it's kind of like, in in my mind, I'm picturing it as uh, bowling, but inside, and of course, it, it's not bowling, it, it's golfing. Um, tell me about the, the challenges that you've had so far, though. You, you, it's almost like, as you say, you had this phone call as you were walking around. Uh, somebody you've not spoken to for 10 years has come forward and essentially reignited uh, both your, I'm assuming, your love getting back into golf and this kind of business drive, um, excuse the pun. But obviously, <laughs> you've uh, there must have been challenges along the way. I mean, this is not the kind of thing that um, comes from having no money. You know, there must have been financing to get off the ground, to get this thing, especially when you're moving into a space as big as what you mentioned before. Was it difficult to find financing for this? The, the financing has has come from in, internally, so we've been we've been lucky on that side so far. Yeah. Um, look, I, I gave you a figure of the the top golfs of this world are, are sort of you know into the multi million dollar mm. investments. We, we recognise that we need to be very smart about how we do this. We want to take this across Southeast Asia. Um, we're, we're we're not going to jump ahead of ourselves. We've got to make this first venue yeah. really work. Um, But we recognise that this this has to make commercial sense, and we have to be able to do it at the right the right investment. Mm. Uh, we have to be able to do it in the right type of buildings, um, where we're not paying, you know, exorbitant rents. Yeah. So we're a destination. You've got to be in a good location, um, but the venue within that location can be a little bit different. We don't have to be in a in a shopping mall. Um, so 
we're we're trying to do this as as not 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 bootstrapping it in any way. And if you come to our venue, you'll see it, it really is a very nice, and it will, mm. I think, compete with any bar, restaurant, or entertainment facility that is currently in KL right now. Mm. Um, but it's about being smart and not wasting money, and we'll get better at that. We, we, we haven't got it right so far. We've, we've made some mistakes. Um, yeah, coming back to your question about you know, the challenges, it, it, yeah, it, I mean, challenges when you start a business t- together. Um, we've been very fortunate that I suppose we've, we've all aligned quite quickly in how we want to do things in the business that we're, we're creating. Um, but there's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of learnings along the way when you're creating effectively a, a new model. Yeah. Yes, this this space does exist, and you know the MSTs of, of this world have done a great job with their arenas and their shopping malls, um, and there's various other indoor spaces. But we're we're entertainment led. We we put entertainment first, and the golf comes second. Albeit the golf is outstanding, and mm. the experience is outstanding. Whether you're a golfer who wants to come and practice and get better, or whether you're someone who wants to come and socialise. Um, but yes, it's it's effectively a new a new space that we're creating. This driving range indoors, Korea have done it to a certain degree, but they certainly have done it to a big degree. They've got ten thousand indoor facilities in in South Korea. However, they haven't really got that F and B entertainment element to it the same way that we're focusing on. So, I'm very much design led, brand led, because we recognise that the audience that we're seeking. This sort of twenty-five to thirty-five-year-old, albeit we'll, we appeal to everyone, but that's you've got to, your brand has to you know be directed at someone. They want different things. They want to look, you know, they want to be hanging out in the right spaces. So they want why, their Instagram stuff. They want that stuff. So why, why has no one created that space for them indoors yet yeah. in the golf world? The golf yeah. world's this, this golf tamer space is growing. You know, there's Top Golf and there's other companies in the States like Pop Stroke and, and Puttery that have done a, a nice job of it. But we feel like we're really targeting in on that design mm. that matches the values and the brand of the audience mm. who we, we want to become our community. And we can't lose sight of that. This whole time that you've been speaking to me about this, you've had this sparkle in your eye. You've had a smile on your face. Obviously, you know, being CEO, it comes with its challenges. But also, this is clearly a, a genuinely a passion for you. You know, have you found passion? Obviously, golf is your passion. But has the F and B side of things become part of that now? Do you think as well? Uh, it's coming for sure. Uh, luckily, Desmond, my business partner, he's very experienced in in that side. So mm. he really drives um, the back end. He's the COO and he drives that side of the business. Um, mm. Ricky, our, our other um, our other partner, he drives the the experience, the brand, that side. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great team. But coming back to, yes, the, I suppose the passion that you're alluding to that I have. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a real passion to get more people playing more golf, as do the rest of the team. That is our purpose at Wedge. Mm. We want more people playing more golf. So every decision we make comes back to that question. Is this going to help more people play more golf? So the price point that we're charging, um, the look and the feel of the place is going to appeal to more people who might not be golfers who come in here, hit a ball, and then suddenly they go, oh, I love this game. I'm going to come back with you. I'm going to get lessons. I'm going to, you know, then take that to the golf course and we help grow the industry as a whole. So, right. yeah, the golf's given me so much. And, um, yeah, I, 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 and my, my purpose is to get as many people playing golf as, as possible. What, what's the kind of reaction been from... Um 
let's call them traditional golfers who've been and experienced uh, your space. What's the feedback from them being like? Excellent. Because um, technology is still relatively new yeah. in Malaysia. I mean, if you go to right ranges in America and Europe, a lot of those driving ranges have technology already. That's really in its infancy here. Um, so I think people are very appreciative of the fact that they're getting some accurate data. We've got you know, expensive equipment in each of our bays. Mm. You can download the app, the in-range app, and, and with that app, you get every single shot you ever hit. You get all the data points from that. You can even get a handicap, an indoor handicap, and you can compete against people around the world. So not only can you practice and get better based on data, you can also have a lot of fun practicing. Mm. And it's in a convenient location, easy parking. You can grab a drink and some food. It's air conditioned. You're going to meet nice people around you. Um, so the response has been has been great, and we we kind of knew it would be, I think, yeah. without meaning to get too ahead of ourselves. I think we knew we were creating something that people would you know, resonate with right, and feel well, comfortable, okay. a space that people felt comfortable in. Yeah. Every decision we made on that venue was, you know, someone going to, you know, want to spend time here. Um, and that's irrespective of if you're 60 years old. I had a guy last night with his family. There was the, the father, sorry, well, the, the, the he must be, I'm taking a guess now, but 60 plus, and then the, the son who was probably 30 plus, and then the, the little boy who was, who was two. And they were all in that space to, together with their families. Uh, and and the, 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 the father said, you know, I, I love this. I, I'm, I don't play as much golf outdoors right now because it's too hot and I, you know, it doesn't appeal to me as much anymore. Yeah. So he's had a lifetime passion for golf. He may have dropped off and now we're helping rekindle that. And then hopefully he'll go outside again because we want to grow the industry. We're not in here to mm. just mm. create this golf tamer industry. We're in this to build the golf industry mm. and mm. to get more people playing more golf. One of the issues I've had when I've been to driving ranges here is the um, equipment, right? And it's not always the best. I mean, I, I know it's a public space and they have many people come through the doors. The clubs tend to be a little bit old and a little bit, the, the rubber's falling apart on the handles and stuff and the, the golf balls are often cheap and cheerful. And I understand that the, the cost of running something like that is not necessarily the cheapest. What's the equipment like uh, in terms of, you know, the, the clubs and whatever that you have there? So we're, we've got the best. Uh, we've got a, a deal with our friends at Leonian um, uh, and Callaway. So we've got the latest Callaway equipment. Um, and we use um, a Malaysian brand um, called Gutty for their, for their golf balls. Um, and so, yes, you're, you're hitting great golf balls. If you want to hire the clubs in the, the swing base, because it is a driving range, so most people yeah. bring their own clubs, but if you want to hire them, they're there for hire. Right-hander, left-hander, ladies' clubs, junior clubs, and then our VIP suites, they have the, the clubs available there. So, yes, you're hitting great great balls, great equipment. You've got auto tees, so there's a, a ball retrieval system. Uh, that's been a bigger success than I ever thought. <laughs> I mean, especially with my, my three-year-old, I, I literally cannot drag him away on a weekend. <laughs> And uh, every single morning he asked me in the week, when are we going to wedge? So the auto tee has been a big, a big success. And yeah, it, it, it's working. We want to provide, uh, um, you know, the best as much experience. as possible, the best experience mm -hmm. where, you know, obviously there has to be a, a financial element to that and the commercials have to make sense. But yes, we're yeah. trying not to um, cut any corners on that. So I'm assuming, and you, you kind of alluded to it, that at some point 
when things do work out, that there is going to be potential expansion. Um, is that a discussion you've already had um, amongst you and your team? It is. Um, but I think we realized, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Mm. And probably me more than anyone's had. Uh, the other guys have said, calm down, because I am ever an optimist. And, and I, I love the idea of taking this regional, as do the other guys. But, yeah. you know, we need to prove this out first. Let's not make any silly mistakes. Yeah. Um, we we hopefully will be in Thailand at some stage. There's a venue there that we've we've been looking at. We think this will work. Thailand's the biggest market in in Southeast Asia, the biggest golf market. Um, we think it will work in, in Jakarta and in Indonesia. We think it will work in the Philippines. We think it will work in Vietnam. Mm. And other people will, will do it. And that's great. Mm. You know, we want this golf tainment business to, to rise. We want it to grow because coming back to it, we're in this to get more people playing golf. And if we're all growing the market together, that's going to be that's gonna win, good win. things for everybody. Yeah. 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 Tom, thank you very much for your time today. Well, thank you very much. It's Enjoyed very, it very ab- much. Absolute pleasure. Uh, folks, I've been speaking with uh, Tom Sardinson uh, about Wedge. If you want to find out any more information about Wedge, you can head over to their website, I assume. It is at? Uh, wearewedge.com. There you go. Instagram as well? At wearewedge. There you go. Folks, if you missed any part of this show, don't forget you can download the podcast wherever you normally get it from. You can head over to bfm.my and listen to it there or download it from our app, which of course is available in the Apple App Store or Google Play on BFM 89.9, the business station. Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBelay.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.